Welcome to the podcast of the Unitarian Universalist Church of Cheyenne. We hope that these words find you well during these trying days. We are not meeting in person, but we gather on Zoom on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. For more information, you can visit our website at uucheyenne.org or find us on Facebook. Spirit of life, a phrase so common in Unitarian Universalism, it almost sounds like one word, spirit of life, right? They say it easily and without much thought as though this is the name we decided to give to the divine, to mystery, to God. We talk about spirit, sing about spirit uh, all the time, really. This is our word, our shorthand, our, our word for acknowledging that which is beyond us. Even if we're not entirely sure there is anything beyond us. Spirit is comfortable and comforting because it is also so deeply in us because it is us. Unitarian theologian James Luther Adams suggests that our faith is dependent on the spirit behind creation and in all of our prophetic witness. It is that something that connects us, that compels us to the work of justice and compassion that holds us in times of celebration and times of sorrow and certainly in these times of pandemic and revolution. We may never really know what it is, but as Unitarian Universalists, we like to have a name for that something, that great mystery. We call it the spirit of life. I don't know about you, but I can't start a prayer or a meditation without it. Even if I follow it up with other words like mystery, infinite, all, creator, parent, God, I start, we all start with spirit of life. And I blame Carolyn McDade. In all the best ways, of course, her song Spirit of Life has become a cornerstone in Unitarian Universalism. The song is incredibly meaningful to many of us. It is indeed an incredibly meaningful song. Many consider this to be the Unitarian Universalist hymn, touching so much that is central to our faith, compassion, justice, community, freedom, reverence for nature, reverence for the mystery of life. It is perhaps the best known of what we might call our insider songs, and it is used throughout the denomination as an invocation, a sung response to joys and concerns, a hymn of meditation, even a song to welcome membership. For a few years at my home congregation in Saratoga Springs, New York, if someone signed the book outside of a membership Sunday, those who were nearby would gather to speed sing the song to a new member. This song is important and, it, and it's hard to remember a time when the song wasn't so deeply ingrained into the fabric of our Unitarian Universalist lives. Yet it wasn't always so beloved. While some congregations, yes, were singing this song from photocopies of photocopies of a passed along handwritten sheet, others had never encountered it. 
the Reverend Tom Belote talks about growing up in one of the Boston area churches and hearing Spirit of Life for the first time when the Gray Hymnals Singing the Living Tradition was released in 1993. The song was so simple, one verse only in a folk modality, and it seemed to his congregation to be useless and, and foreign. How is this a hymn? The people cried out. They hated it. They hated it. They hated the shortness of it, the sound of it, the language in it. And that congregation wasn't the only one. It took quite a while for Spirit of Life to catch on everywhere in the denomination. And we forget that this is our history, that Spirit of Life hasn't always been the mainstay of our denomination that it is now. And even though other songs like Blue Boat Home are vying for position, Spirit of Life remains. For many, it speaks our truth. It is meaningful. And I worry that we misuse it or misunderstand it or use it as a shibboleth or a sign of our faith. There are some Unitarian Universalists that use it as a declaration of our theology, which it isn't, even though it is deeply aligned with the theologies that we espouse and certainly aligned with the principles that we affirm and promote. It gets used rather like a creed, which frankly is a hard sell in our non-creedal faith. I mean, we don't espouse or demand belief in any particular doctrine. That's the freedom of our liberal religion. And anyway, spirit of life as a statement of belief doesn't actually work. There's nothing in the lyrics that even hint at an I believe statement. No less are much more open and somewhat challenging, affirm and promote that begins our principles. But worse, I worry that some of us use this song as performative, as a show to others, as a show of our righteousness. There's a Christian song some of you may know that goes, they will know we are Christian by our love. And I think Unitarian Universalists sometimes sing spirit of life the same way. Look at how good we are. Look at how woke we are. The spirit of life is not a brag, and it's not a statement of theology. It is a prayer, an individual's prayer, a prayer of a person exhausted, crying out for help, comfort, and a renewal of the fire of commitment. It is a prayer that comes out of a place of humility. In a 2007 interview in UU World, McDade reflected with contributing editor Kimberly French on the events that inspired the song, which was a meeting for Central American Solidarity. French writes that what Dade, McDade remembers most clearly was the feeling she had. She said, when I got to my friend Pat's house, I told her I felt like a dried piece of cardboard that had lain in the attic for years. Just open wide the door and I'll be dust. I was tired not with my community but just with the world. She just sat with me and I loved her for sitting with me. McDade then drove to her own home. She said I walked through my the house I walked through my house in the dark 
found my piano and that was my prayer. May I not drop out. It was not written, but prayed. I knew more than anything that I wanted to continue in faith with the movement. And thus, this prayer was written. A request for support, for rest, for renewal, for perspective. A plea to the spirit of life to come. A knowing that we cannot do it all by ourselves. It is a humble song. And not just because it's a simple tune with a simple verse. It takes humility to sing to spirit, to ask spirit, to bring the things that should be cornerstones of how we are in the world. And this matters always, always, of course, in our work of justice, but especially now when a revolution is spawning. You see, revolution isn't just about battle lines. It's about changing hearts and minds. It's about a shift in understanding and approach, as well as organization and resourcing. And you can say that the civil rights movement was a revolution, and in some ways it did revolutionize some of how we are as Americans around race. Yet, it also caused a doubling down on the lost cause from the Confederacy, and the institutionalization of racism undercover in our economic systems, in our infrastructure, in our schools, in emergency services, in neighborhoods, and yes, in policing. Jim Crow was made illegal, but the ideas remained. It remained through the murders of black people on our streets by police and others who imagined they were doing the righteous thing. It remained through the subtle ways the voting rights have been taken away. It remained through a shocking school-to-prison system for people of color. It remained through the denial of medical care through exorbitant fees and facility closures. It remained through the costs of being poor. It remained through the everyday microaggressions and racist acts that add to generations-old trauma. It remained through the simple act of a popular athlete taking a knee and being blackballed from his sport. And right now, we are beginning to see not just an uprising to address a particular moment, the murder of George Floyd, but an actual revolution, apologies, shifts in thinking, removal of statues, banning of Confederate flags, talk of defunding the police and the abolition of modern slavery a shift in the understanding that the very systems we have relied on for so long have actually been harming others, denying their humanity, their inherent worth, denying justice. This work, this hard, hard work of revolution, this is the work that people of color have been doing for far too long. This is the work that has gone too long ignored by white people or co-opted in bite-sized pieces enough to satisfy us without challenging us. And I speak to you as a white person who has been resolved in her anti-racism but hasn't always been humble. That's true. But the work of revolution, especially for those who are allies, demands humility.
demands that we acknowledge all we do not know because of our own experiences of race, our own view of the world, our own reliance on systems that protect us, that our work is ours to do. Let's breathe. Spirit of life, come unto me. This work is hard. This revolution in the midst of a pandemic seems nigh impossible. We need all the help we can get. It matters that we enter the work with resolve and especially for those among us who are white, a sense of humility. Whether we are marching on the streets or contributing to organizations that help with bail money and support organizers or just learning more about how to undo racism, we can do better with the stirrings of compassion that the spirit of life brings us. And if you're wondering how you can help, Tamara is putting a link in the chat right now to a great resource of 26 practical ways to be in the struggle beyond the streets. We cannot sing this song and believe we're done. We cannot sing this prayer and not be called to action. And not just action among us, action in our world. Reverend Nancy McDonald Ladd said this at General Assembly in 2016. The world does not need another place where like-minded liberals hang out and fight about who's in charge. We need to lean into the real fights of our age. And we cannot do that holy work together unless we are really willing to set aside our own need to win and reach out our hands and seek the deeper understanding that comes with difference. To do this work, we need all the help we can get. We sing Spirit of Life to ask for those things we need most from Spirit. Strength, renewal, energy, focus on real revolution, a reminder that it's worth the fight, a reminder of the gifts that we bring, help for the ministries we already do through showing up in ways that we're needed, providing support, caring for each other, doing the hard work of maintaining this community through a pandemic, help to speak out, help to speak truth. More than ever, we need the spirit of life. We need our spirits to catch fire, to rise up in us, to cause us to rise up to what this moment in history is calling us to. We may not rise in exactly the same way, and that's okay because the revolution needs all of us. But we must rise. We must draw the circle of love wide. We must be the people we've been waiting for. Spirit of life, come to us. Come to us. Thank you for listening. Here at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Cheyenne, we are grateful for the ways that you join our community. You can connect with us on our website at uucheyenne.org. And if you find yourself needing more support during these days, don't hesitate to reach out through our Facebook page 
or by contacting our minister, Reverend Hannah, at minister at uucheyenne.org. We are here for each other through whatever may come.